Before we start, we want to thank our friends at Gannon University's Schuster Theater for sponsoring Shop Talk. Although the Schuster may be dark for the rest of the semester, students are still working hard studying remotely. We know how difficult it is to have to postpone or cancel shows, to not have rehearsals, and to be apart from your theater family. Know that we're all in this together, and in time, the lights will be back on at all of our theaters. And when they are, we'll be there to cheer you on. everybody, Zach Flock here for another quarantine episode of Shop Talk. As with our last episode, we are doing this remotely, so forgive us in advance if the audio is less than stellar. And since we're doing things remotely, it's a whole lot easier to get people together. So today we've actually assembled the cast of Drama Shop's very first production, Neil Labute's Reasons to be Pretty. Joining me for this episode, Elena Manchester, who played... Hello! Dom Del Greco, who played Greg... Hi. Evan Opolka, who played Kent. Hello. And Jess Flock, who played Carly. Hello. Did you all remember your characters' names, first of all? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I had I to Google started it. started with a C, but... Uh... I remember Greg and Steph. I did not, did not remember Carly and... What? Tr- Trent? Kent? Kent. <laughs> ah, dang it. <laughs> so clearly we know where your focus was during the rehearsal process. <laughs> it was hard to be anywhere else. <laughs> so um, I had the the uh, pleasure, I'll say, of directing the show. Um, and as art- artistic director, I was obviously involved in picking the show, but I was trying to remember, and I don't know if any of you know the answer to this, how did we end up with that being our inaugural production? Wow. <laughs> I feel like, like I said, he asked me this earlier. We're married, by the way, if anyone's actually listening to this. And I said, we are in the same house, but on separate computers. Not because said, we're isolating, just because it's I easy. I thought it came down to that first season, you read a bunch of things, you liked that one, and it, was, it wasn't it was going to be overly complicated tech-wise, and we knew that if absolutely nobody showed up to auditions, we could put board members in. Like, that That's... was the consideration for a lot of those first seasons. Yeah. Like, can we do this even if absolutely nobody wants to audition at first? That was definitely one of our benchmarks. I really think for our first couple seasons was like, if nobody showed up, do we have the people on our board or do we have friends that we know that we could- We have friends we can blackmail into doing this. Yeah. But I feel like Elena, I know you were probably more of a Labute fan than I was, or at least more aware of his work. I feel like at the time it was uh, when you guys were picking the season, I wasn't going to be around, I thought, but I was like, hey, um, this guy in my program loves this um, author and I wanted to do Fat Pig. I remember that one. Yeah. I I really wanted to do that part. And then, um, but, and I feel like we read a a couple, like there's a really cool compilation with his stuff in it. There's, there's one, like, um, I think it's a two-parter or there's three plays and they're all kind of loosely based on Greek plays and and they're like monologues. And uh, that was the one I had seen when I first thought this Labute guy is cool. Um, I I like his writing style with the slashes. Yeah. Um, But I didn't always like how he wrote women. But I like, but I think I described him as like, Mamet who could kind of write women. 
<laughs> Which yeah. I know is going to make lots of people angry, but that's, that's he's so apt, though. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. mammoth, but can kind of write women. Yeah. you. <laughs> and it was actually written as the third in a trilogy that he did that kind of focused on the same themes. Uh, the other two were The Shape of Things and Fat Pig, um, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. But then, interestingly enough, since then, he's written sequels to reasons to be pretty yeah um, i you know, I, I didn't really get into it no they don't Mm-mm. they're not they don't so need great. a sequel they're not good people right <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know no, don't judge a character but like kind of they weren't like really good people right and then I, yeah. that reasons to be happy show i remember being so like no because the premise of it was basically like my character ended up pregnant at the end of the sh- at the end of the first oh yeah and, but in reasons to be happy she is with great yeah that, maybe i didn't read it <laughs> that shocks me no it, it definitely felt like the, any any um arcs that the characters had in reasons to be pretty are very much undone in a Chekhov play. Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. But hey, we didn't do that show, so let's not talk about it, right? <laughs> Yay! Um, I'm curious, so obviously you all auditioned. I mean, we've, we have been insistent from the beginning with Drama Shop that even when there was a small group of us and we maybe had uh, inclinations about how casting might end up just because we didn't know if anyone would even show up for our auditions, we've always been insistent that we're gonna audition everything. So I know you all auditioned. I'm curious, um, when you went into those auditions, were you focused on the part that you ended up getting? Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely did. didn't. <laughs> I, oh. I think Kent kind of came out of left field for me, to be honest with you. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of thought of myself more of a Greg, but oh. Kent was a nice, unique challenge to me. I liked that part of it, so. Oh. That was actually one of the charming thing charming is a weird word to use but that was actually one of the cool parts about uh your uh kent that i liked uh was that uh it was really really easy to be like oh this guy's this guy's fun that's this guy's awesome and then to watch those those turning points i think that's right. that's kind of what your kent was and i think that was one of the cool parts about it i agree well and i think the two of you as actors are in that same boat and i think I'm probably in that boat with you guys a lot of the times that there are certain types that that we tend to yeah we are kind of interchangeable I mean Dom I know you and I always had the conversation about man it'd be cool to do guys and dolls one of us will be Sky one of us will be Nathan I don't know which just swap we'll just swap (laughs) it's fine yeah and I would say as a director I mean you two could have very easily been reversed and and actually I think Elena and Jess as well and you know, some of that I think might be that the way that the characters are written, they're very much of the same world. And yeah, and Ooh, yeah. Well, and I never, I didn't, I didn't have Steph in mind when I auditioned, like Elena got. So um, I thought Elena was the good choice for that, just in my own purview. That didn't matter. But I auditioned because it was a sort of perfunctory at that point that we needed to audition. <laughs> Uh, but I literally never anticipated uh, being cast as like the the hot one or whatever she's supposed to be in the show. Like it was just such a like uh, like you just said, Elena and I were fairly interchangeable. And I was like, I don't, I don't think this is gonna read. I think we look like sisters, but okay, yeah, sure. So are we agreed then that we're gonna like Benedict Cumberbatch this show and just 
switch ball around? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so like, can I play Greg? I want to play Greg. I was <laughs> going to say, I was okay. like, everybody plays Greg this time. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. Four I mean, Gregs. I Reasons thought, to be Greg. <laughs> I kind of thought with the technology, I could just play all four parts, but I guess uh, that works too. Probably do it. Man, that would be an audio editing nightmare yeah. with those overlapping lines. Oh. I've got some time. I've got a little time. <laughs> I thought, Jess, I loved you as her. I, you are, as first of all, Stone Cold Fox. So just, like, lay that out there. And then, like, you got to also explore this, like, the motherly thing, and the, but it's, like, tough as nails thing. It, I thought you I all of those archetypes. Yeah, but those archetypes were like so foreign at that point. Like I was, I got you. I freaked out because I had to kiss Evan on stage. Evan, who I love, and oh, I, know. I forgot about that. Well, you know, freaked out, like lost my mind. Couldn't figure out how to do it until somebody was like, "Just it was you, Elena." I went to you, and I was like, "I don't know how to do this." And you were like, "Just do that. It's not that hard. It's not real." It's just, Whatever. Well, that's right. Like, uh, that's when like stage intimacy wasn't a thing yet, right? Not really. We were just kind of. And I was like, it's like a fight. <laughs> Touch yeah, him like a fight. I think that was the first time that the. I think that was the first time that Elena, you brought your expertise with the fighting to the to like yeah. drama shop and area as well. Don, oh, you might, did yeah. Workshop. Mm. Do you remember with me and What's Evan? That? You did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was and that was the other piece that helped me get through, like to get through that headspace that I was in my own way. You took led us through that exercise, that like I remember that. exercise. That was really helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if if you've all done the math, but this was Jeez. we're in season nine now, and this was our first show ever. Um, and I mentioned that not because we got old. None of us got old. Um, but man, <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we've, we've all got a little bit of gray, yeah, I think. No, <laughs> so, no, this was this was a while ago, and I think that we've all learned a lot since then. Looking back, I guess, what are your memories about that experience? Did you guys feel, I know, personally, I felt a whole lot of pressure. <laughs> um, I'm curious what you guys were feeling when we were going through that process. Cut all my hair off. You did. And you dyed it my, blonde. My director didn't like yeah. that. I cut all my hair off and bleached it. It was my first time ever doing that. Did I help Just did it. <laughs> Just did it. I think it yeah. happened at my apartment. <laughs> it did. My you bitch, but yes. that, makes it, that makes it even more funny that you missed it. Zach. I was not consulted. It happened in the bathroom of our apartment. And it I was, was not like consulted. my best breakup hair. It was wow. the best breakup hair I'd ever had. That's awesome. Uh, I'm interested, Dom. I know you kind of, I mean, it's kind of a great story in a lot of ways. How did you feel like pressurized with all that, with the script and everything? Uh, actually, like even getting back to the the very first thing that uh, Zach mentioned about like expectations for audition, um, like I was just so excited to do a script like that. Um, just even in the way that it was written, um, you know, characters and like their motivations aside, the the way that he writes language is super cool because it's it's the way that we speak most of the time. It's 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 sensationalized, sure, but it's it's very. It's very real, and I was I was excited to have an opportunity of being like, okay, let's see if we can can make this work and have it have it 
look real too and have it not be just like a sensationalized like here's a line in a musical everybody here's my like and I, I wanted to do that we hadn't had a chance to do that around Erie loves musicals for anybody from not Erie <laughs> and we uh listening to this and we, we really love our musicals which is great but it was kind of my first encounter with that and so I was super super excited to get uh realism and dialogue and kind of like I, I wanted to attack that and even some of the old school like straight plays that I've done before haven't had dialogue like that I've never had the chance to do like Mamet or anything like that so yeah it was, it was awesome I didn't feel pressure until I had to um the set that we built was not the most stable set in the world at one point <laughs> And it was like a break room. And the one show, I think it was the first night, there was a poster that kind of like half flapped off the wall. Well, <laughs> I was I was on stage with like this one one person. Somebody was on there with me. And I was about to, and I had to leave like in a sassy way. So I figured, I'm like, oh, let's fix this poster on my way out. So I know I, what you're talking about. I know, I I know where this is going. <laughs> you must have been the one on stage with me because I was simply fighting with your character. So I like... I would like try to slap the poster back in the face and the entire wall <laughs> And I was like and I turned and left and see and I'm like I can't deal with this poster still not stuck to the wall, but the wall might fall down. I, need to go. I have to go now. Does anybody remember when my cell phone rang? That was a thing that happened too. We were, using no. the, <laughs> we were using your real iPhone. I remember it was the, that. <laughs> we were using the real phone and it in my pocket came off of like it clicked the little the little vibrate silent mode thing. It came off of the click and somebody actually legitimately called me and it was not when I was supposed to receive a phone call <laughs> in the play. It was uh, it was an interesting little It was thing. Vicky, wasn't it? It was your probably. Mom. Yeah, yeah, it was probably Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot you had a show. Caroline, <laughs> like she it was something like she she screwed me over but good yeah she screwed me over but good i was well, so I mad at that line yeah that line. i was so mad at that it was so weird like you yeah. <laughs> yeah he turns into this 1940s newsman all of a sudden yeah that thing got me but good like it was that a and walks off stage <laughs> but what a set of gams <laughs> well she really is a card that stuff yeah <laughs> I just remember, you know, and, and some of this might have been imagined, probably most of it was imagined knowing me, but I felt a whole lot of pressure that like, I guess kind of two different sides of it. One was I think there was a contingency of people who felt like we were maybe stepping on toes of others who used to do this kind of theater, but no one was really doing it anymore. And then on the flip side of it, that pressure of knowing nobody else is doing theater like this anymore so many people are expecting us to fail or looking to us to see whether or not we're going to be able to do this. And, uh, you know, yeah, they were, yeah. there was a contingency of people like, oh, I hope they fail. I don't know how big of a contingency though. I think a lot of yeah. it might've been pressure we were putting on ourselves, <laughs> but I know I felt it for sure. Well, it's just, I mean, it, 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 it certainly filled a void and it, there, there's pressure in that, like, if if this place is ever going to get the chance to to see something like this, this this is the opportunity to do it, and like this is this is going to be the iteration that they that they get to see, and so there there is pressure in that. It's like, well, we're we're going to be the ones to do it, so it, we we got to do it right, and so if we screw that. it up, um... <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, the reality was if we screwed it up, we didn't know if there would be another chance. I mean, we had right. every intention of doing a whole season, albeit a very small season. But, you know, if nobody showed up or if it just bombed, that would have been the end right there. Well, for anything in that first season, it was such a, uh, a I mean, it was it was an infant. And, yeah. and any any one of those first few shows could have dropped not... its head. Right. <laughs> and I think that's I... no bueno. I think I kind of felt that a little bit um, and maybe in a different way being from almost like the outside looking in, you know, I wasn't on the board, um, that sort of stuff. I wasn't part of the founding crew. So, but being friends with you guys, I think there was definitely, you know, we've all been so close for so long that there was that, that pressure that wanting you guys to succeed and wanting you guys to go on and do these things that you know that I believe in as well. So I definitely felt that side of the pressure. I mean, as an actor, you, you want that too. Like even as an unattached actor, even if we, if we weren't uh, such good friends for such a long period of time, just anybody who comes in to perform, it's like, oh my gosh, some, something like this is happening here. I, I want to hang on to this. I want it to succeed. I want it to, I want to have continued opportunities to continue to, to do stuff like this because at the time there wasn't anything like that. You know? I feel like, so Kent is kind of, um, kind of a douchebag. We're all kind of a little, little douchey. Guys <laughs> <laughs> like supposed to be like, oh, I'm cheating on my fiance, like that kind of level. Of he was the most openly, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like he like brags about it. But, uh, so there's a danger I feel like in a lot of productions when like you need a character like that that's like kind of broy and just like a, just a douchebag. And I was afraid for a little while that like we were gonna end up casting an actor who fit that description. So when it was Evan, I was like, oh thank God. Like especially <laughs> play opposite him, I'm like, oh thank God. Like he can play whatever you want him to play. He can do it very well. But in real life, not a douchebag. Yeah, and that also thank that you. also <laughs> helps for the character to not become like this villain, right? I mean, like Dom, like you were just saying, they're all kind of crappy people are all kind of flawed in one way or another and I think that you know we could have gone in that direction where Kent was just this dick that everybody hates from the second he walks on stage and like certainly you know I think we all had issues with Kent but yeah there are redeeming things that I think were heightened by the fact that Evan was playing him and wasn't playing him as this you know villainous character more complicated than that yeah so I will say too, I know like as a director, it was definitely different than anything I had directed before. I mean, I hadn't directed much at all prior to that show. So it was new to me. And I think, you know, one of the things that was comforting was the fact that, like you mentioned, Evan, we were all friends. And so I think there was a natural rapport that we had. I think it was it was easy to get to that point. Um, that's not to say that there wasn't friction at times. Elena, do you want to talk about it? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we got... I mean, you don't little... have to get into detail, but... Um, sometimes uh, Zach and I get in artistic fights, and there was uh. a fight because I felt that it was too early to be off of book, which is funny coming from me, because I'm always like, get off your book! <laughs> <laughs> And also okay. funny coming from me because I have a hell of a time getting <laughs> off book. And you were like, I don't know what you want me to say. It's off book day. Choose what you're going to do. And I was like, well, then fine. And I was off book and it was all fine. But 
that was that thing was there a different thing i think i remember (laughs) i remembered that we had a thing but i could not for the life of me remember what it was about it was hard because also it happened in the same room where you and i have always had artistic fights it was in the scene shop of the schuster theater was it not i I think it started in the theater (laughs) and moved to the scene shop that yes yeah it was a traveling fight i think it was also like picture day or something it was a lot of there was a lot of it was it it was fine i'm picturing something very dramatic. It looks like it was directed by Aaron Sorkin, but I don't think it was. <laughs> it was a walk and talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it was, yeah. No, it was like, okay. Almost the assemblage we had for, um, for title of show. Oh, I forgot you cry. and I had a thing for title of show, didn't we? You made me cry. and I, I did. I I'm sorry. I into a seat and ran to the bathroom crying. I did. I was very intense at that time. I mean, I know I'm always intense. I feel like I was particularly intense around that same time uh, as I was in grad school. And I was terrified. I was afraid of this show because uh, I definitely wanted that part that I got. And that's not usually... Um, kind of parts I get I usually get other kinds of parts and so um I was really excited and hungry to do it and I felt like I had something to prove right because I was in school and I came back and I wanted people to think that I wasn't uh wasting my time or money I really feel like the scene between the two of you in the restaurant where you like (laughs) bump into each other that's Mm -hmm. still like you guys performed it so well that that's like remain one of my favorite scenes that I've ever seen like just as a standalone thing like if I had if I had to see like a standalone scene that one the way you guys did it was so good with the with the tension the push and the pull like it wasn't too much and it was like almost that kind of muted tension of like we're in a public place right now so I'm not gonna start yelling but you need to walk away (laughs) like yeah that was a good one it was a fun scene yeah it was really fun that's Very clear objectives, which is yeah. nice, you know? It was um, simpler than yeah. it probably appeared because of that, I think. Like, where, I mean, all the stuff going on was, was super complicated, and trying to, 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 to get there was complicated, sure. But, like, at, at its core, what we, were, what we were doing in that scene, I think, was, was pretty simple. Like, I mean, like, our objectives, mm-hmm. at least, were, like, clear, defined. We, we knew where it was going. I think that was one of the first times I ever used, like, kind of like a psychological gesture, backstage but I didn't know what that was and I didn't have a word for it so I remember doing like something right before I went on stage physically that by the time I saw like when we made eye contact by that moment I had already was like had this feeling in the pit of my stomach I could tell and it was great I could, <laughs> I could but you know we, I mean I don't know we all know that feeling <laughs> I was like, what did I, what did, what did, oh, oh. <laughs> that feeling you get when you're like, oh God, I don't want to see that person. That's that person. But I also really miss that person, that kind of feeling. And the, the scene felt lifted, like it felt timeless. It existed in this new timeline or something for them, but not, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it read it was a, a lot hell of like... a psychological gesture, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Don't you, don't you love that whenever you, uh, you, you learn over time and then you're like, what was, what am I doing? Oh, I'm doing this, this cool, interesting thing. And then you, you learn a new thing and you're like, Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's already a thing. That's, a, that's, that's a what thing. thing. Oh, that, that. That's what you mean. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't even, I remember that scene. And then I remember the fight 
Oh, in the baseball outfits. Yeah. And I made your I made your little baseball shirt. In our little yeah. baseball shirts. <laughs> Tom, Sweet. I put Twenty-two on yours because that's your favorite number. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah, I made those. Yeah. They were no. Awesome. That was my contribution. Evan and Dom, was that your first time doing like that level of fight choreography? In that I, type of space, I remember yeah. that vividly. Uh, oh my gosh, you know, they the were right on the, top of us, yeah. Yeah, the audience just being so close. I mean, I'd never done anything like that before. Um, I had done some fights and stuff. I think I'd actually worked with Elena before and some of that stuff, but nothing in that type of area. <laughs> And it was, I mean, obviously it's not, you know, Shakespeare. It was hand-to-hand. It was throwing punches. Mm-hmm. Did you hit somebody with a bat? Did I block a bat hit? No, no, I, I didn't. I In my mind, I did. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> That's what you almost did to me the day that we had a fight. <laughs> it was a pretty, no. They ended up on the ground somehow, so somebody yeah. tackled somebody. Yeah, there was well, tackling. Yeah. There were totally. punches thrown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. Cuddle, cuddle fights. Yeah, it was again with the the whole realism thing like it because i I had done some stage combat up to that point but nothing like that it was always this big sort of like romanticized thing it wasn't it wasn't uh stylized scruffy yeah yes scruffy yeah real fights are really weird yeah they're not they're they're just pushy grabby you don't really know what you're gonna do you just know you want to go forward and then the other person's like i don't want to move backwards and then it's just a lot of smooshing (laughs) there is there is nothing sexy about a real fight there is nothing sexy about it no no (laughs) that's described exactly what the kiss was between evan and i like that And it's probably not going to be pretty either way. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, and you better get somebody. Always establish distance. <laughs> victim in control. That's right. Anybody I'm having sex with on stage is the victim. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> it's not my business. When I do it, it's the audience. It's on my CV under special skills. <laughs> So I know most of us tend to say, like, if we're going to commit to doing a show, we want to get something out of the experience, right? We yeah. want it to to be, to serve some purpose for us. We want to grow as actors, directors, whatever it might be. So at the risk of being presumptuous here, did you guys grow? Did you learn anything in this experience? I'll start. I I learned to trust myself as a director, but also it uh, reaffirmed for me the importance of collaborating and of having open dialogue with actors. Um, I know there were lots of times where we would rehearse a scene a certain way, particularly some of the Greg and Steph stuff that we wanted to make sure didn't become too repetitive. And we would then say, okay, how can we kind of flip this on its head? Or how can we take this in a completely different direction? For me, it just kind of reaffirmed the importance of working as a team and of, of talking and listening to each other. Yeah, I I think you sort of led into to what I learned and that was, um, in reference to some of that uh, Greg-Steph interaction, like I think it's very important to both understand where your character is coming from, but also to understand that they are flawed, they have different flaws from you, and they are, everybody kind of like, whenever you first get into it, you want to find yourself in a character, and I think it's really important sometimes to not 
And uh, this this was one of the first times where I was like, because when I, when I first approached that script, I was like, oh man, I feel I feel really attached to Greg. And then by the end of that whole process, by that run, I was like, I I, I am not I am not this man. I am not this person. And and the differences became so painfully clear to me that I, I I don't know how I ever saw it any other way. And that was a really nice experience as a young actor to to have. I guess for me, it was just such a realization of so many things that we had all talked about for so long that it was refreshing and great to actually do it. And beyond just the difficulties of the fighting and the dialogue and things like that, the things that I took away from it are the things that you guys continue. I don't want to like make you sound too great, but it's the things you guys continue. Go on. And that's why why I'm so proud of you guys and proud of like what we all did uh, with reasons and uh, then going forward as well. Well, and I would let me throw out there too, Evan, you've been a big part of Drama Shop. Even, I mean, you're in Chicago now, but you directed uh, God of Carnage, our first stage reading. I think you're in Chicago. I don't know. That's right. I'm in Chicago. Um, (laughs) And you you directed Race and you were in Title of Show. I mean, you were definitely a big part of Drama Shop, especially in those early years. So you might have felt like an outsider. I, I hope that not, because you definitely were not an outsider as far as the rest of us were concerned. Not not in that sense at all. I didn't feel that way, no. <laughs> I mean, we do yeah. talk about you behind your back a lot, though. That's well, fair. All good things. You somehow my romantic partner in, like, so many shows in that, era, in that like, two-year era. I'm like, why are they putting me with the tallest dude here? I'm not complaining <laughs> because he's the nicest guy here, but okay. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know if you and I could even list how many times we've been romantic partners. <laughs> even, like, Freaking Rum Tum Tugger and Jemima. Like, what the hell is going on? Why is yeah, that? Like <laughs> I learned that it is very stressful to um, be starting a theater company with your boyfriend and have him direct a show that you're in, number one. Um, and then I think I learned most from, this is going to sound like, oh, I love you. But I really learned a lot from watching Elena because... I love you. <laughs> like, I don't, I fully admit that I don't, I'm not trained in acting. I'm not trained in directing. Everything I know, I have cribbed from another person that's smarter than me. So, like, watching Dom and Evan was very helpful, but I'm not a dude. And then watching Elena, I was like, oh, when you're mad, it doesn't always have to be shouty mad. Look at that. And that was like the first time that clicked in my brain. I don't know. I was down. How old was I in 2011? 24? <laughs> but yeah, no, I learned a lot from watching Elena. And I remember actually in the in the in that scene that I mentioned already earlier, the, the restaurant where they run into each other. At one point, we actually, I've been watching it and we'd been rehearsing for a while. I said to Elena, I was like, you have a line where it's like, he comments on something that's like a throwback and then you repeat it like it, it clicked in your mind like you're throwing back to that right now in the middle of this you want you want to do this but instead your response was super like internal like you did this very like interesting kind of like muted like I'm not gonna fight with you in public right now kind of response and I was like I think you should maybe do that like I don't know uh, maybe you missed that reference, me being stupid, not realizing she's in grad school for this shit. She probably knows what she's doing. I'm like, I think you may miss that reference and she may be madder about it. And you're like, I'm mad about it. I'm mad. <laughs> so I learned a lot watching Elena. I, I learned it's also very uncomfortable to be 
directed by your boyfriend when you have to uh, kiss other dudes on stage. Ooh. But well, remember, I remember I started dating somebody during Reasons to Be Pretty too, so that was involved in the show. Uh, so that for, like, was coming from both sides. We're like, this is good. This is good. Feels fine. Is it is it weird that it wasn't weird for me? Like it's just you're another actor in the show, and this is just what you need to do. That. You're like, it's fine. It's not real. It's fine. I was like, but it was, but it's so weird. But I kissed a boy. I had a lot of baggage. I had a lot of baggage at the time. But yeah, and then Dom. Obviously, I learned from Dom every time I see him on stage, which is why, and I've said it before. When I was when I first started directing, you could tell how absolutely terrified of a show I was by how close I kept Dom. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Anytime I'm, like, absolutely terrified if I can get Dom on stage, I'm like, okay, this is better. It's like my talisman, so I don't freak the fuck out because I can dress. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Elena? Um, I don't remember the experience very much, which that sounds so mean, but I was, like, I was living that experience at the time. Like, between the time I got cast and the time we started rehearsals, I found myself living the show in my personal life. So I can't remember anything. (laughs) Like, I PTSD blocked out a lot of it. (laughs) But I remember moments on stage where I would, like, look at Dom mostly Dom, sometimes Jess. I don't think Evan and I were in a scene together. We weren't on stage together a lot. No, but I remember when there were times where I was looking at Dom and I was looking at Greg, and then there were times where I was looking at Dom and I was like, I'm looking at Dom. And Dom would be like, at least this is what I gathered. Dom would look at me, the actor, not the character, and he'd be like, you're good. And then we would just go. And the same thing would happen with Jess. I would look at Carly, but then sometimes I'd have to look through Carly to see Jess, and Jess would be like, whoa, hey, you're good. And then we'd keep going. Like, that I really remember. So I learned how to trust more because I felt fiercely independent at the time. I was in, like, you know, junkyard dog mode of... Or jagged little pill mode. I was. It it was very, like... um, I'm, I have a lot to prove, and uh, I know this, and, but no one was, like, no one was coming for me, but I felt like, I gotta show everyone that I, I don't suck, um, and then, then the breakup happened in my life, so then I was like, I, I, might, I, I think I suck, so. <laughs> I think in some ways we were all fueled by the sort of anxiety of the situation, by the stress of the situation. You know, I think we were a bit sort of in a pressure cooker where people were looking to us going, who do they think they are? Can they do this? Are they as good as they think they are? Not that I think any of us thought we were particularly good. <laughs> I don't um, remember thinking that. three weeks. I was so Yeah, I think we were all just like, we weren't doing it for accolades. We weren't doing it for people to be like, yeah, they are good. We were doing it because we wanted someone to do it. And we looked around and kind of went, well, if someone's going to do it, I think it's going to be us. And I'm so grateful that nine years later, that group of us is so much bigger than the five of us, that there's this community now that is there in no small part because of the work that you guys did on that show. And 
and the appreciation that the community had for it. So I, I guess that's as good a place as any to, to thank you guys, not just for doing the podcast today, but for doing the show all those years ago and for, for introducing the community to Drama Shop. Thank you. We tried. <laughs> Thanks we for tried having not to suck. <laughs> we did our best. And I slapped that wall too hard, though. I will <laughs> but that wall stayed up. Dom just Mostly did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Any final thoughts? Evan, move back to Erie. We miss you. Yeah, I'm, I do miss Evan a lot. That's a good yeah. thought. It's a common yeah. theme. I miss, yeah. I miss you guys too. And Evan's mustache. Yeah, like I talk? said, I grew this just for this podcast. That was nice. Thank it's you. It's actually just boredom in quarantine. The mustache got to stay in Chicago. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of Shop Talk. Great to see and hear from all of you. Everybody, please be well, be safe. And it was so nice to talk to you all. Um, we'll talk soon. We'll do this more often, right? Yeah. That's what's going to come out Yay. of all of this, I hope. Be awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shop Talk. We'll be back soon for more theater in process.